think I have names for my audience of this yet, so... Um, Hello, welcome. true believers! No. Uh, yeah, welcome to Alphabet Flight, podcast where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. Sometimes they're a friend. Um, I don't know about today. <laughs> and... Sometimes they're sworn enemies. Some, and then we talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is the the person who's here currently, Trevor Gibson. How are you doing, you beautiful people? We're going to be talking about Brother Voodoo today. Gee willikers, this is going to be so swell, Jesse. Yes, it is. So, it seems like you know about Brother Voodoo. Um, do I? <laughs> well, he follows the one rule that, for some reason, for a really long time, except for Black Panther, I want to say, uh, no black superheroes could have a full shirt. Don't want to c- cover up that beautiful physique. <laughs> well, I mean, it is quite a beautiful physique. But, I mean, just look at this. Look at this guy. He is basically wearing V-shaped suspenders. Oh yeah, I'm all about that. V-shaped suspenders, a uh, a, a tooth necklace, and a Doctor Strange cape. Yeah, it's definitely a Doctor Strange cape. And he's not wearing shoes. Why is he not wearing shoes? <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, he does he he does have a sash on, which which is like real fashionable, like around the waist. I just realized I do not know Brother Voodoo. I was confusing him with Papa Midnight <laughs> from Constantine. Yes. Who? If you were to create Brother Voodoo, like, uh, someone, I forget who would be the editor-in-chief at this time, uh, came up to you and was just like, yo, Trevor, make a character called Brother Voodoo. Okay, so what year was he created in? Uh, 1973. So, so, like, right in the swing of, like, black superheroes becoming more popular. Okay, that makes sense. So, I'm, uh, I'm a 1970s comic creator at, at Marvel. My editor comes up to me and says, create Brother Voodoo. Well, yes. he, he is, uh, he's from New Orleans. He's a, he's a black voodoo guy from New, from New Orleans. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so, so nothing else? From Nolan's, uh, his backstory involves something horrible, doing something horrible to women, <laughs> at some point. Um, hmm. he fought the KKK. <laughs> is wait, hmm. is he is he a villain or is he a hero? I don't know. Is he? Seventies uh, hero. He's a hero. Or no, okay. no, no. Oh no, I'm going Black Panther style. He was introduced as a villain, but then became a hero. Okay. And fights people with voodoo. That's Uh, probably a real good guess. It's either, he either creates zombies, or he has, or fights people with voodoo dolls, or uses maybe himself as a human voodoo doll, something like that. You know, he stabs himself, the, the other person feels pain. Uh, that that would be pretty cool. It'd be like if Mr. Immortal had more powers than not dying and uh, could transfer that pain to someone else. Oh, I totally stole that from uh from American Horror Story Coven. <laughs> One of the okay. witches had that power. Brother Voodoo. 
has a really, really great name. Mm-hmm. Jericho Drum. Oh, that is that is a really great name. Yeah, so I will he's say, an ex-psychologist like, and voodoo priest. He could be okay. called Dr. Voodoo. Why isn't he called Dr. Voodoo? He worked hard for that degree. <laughs> so, now, that's a really... That's one thing I did like about Dr. Strange. That the reason he's called Dr. Strange is that he just will not let it okay. go. Have you watched... Have you watched the, the movie yet? Okay, like, this is not really a spoiler, but, like, the main bad guy, which who is Mads, meets him for the first time, and he's just like master of this sanctuary and he's just like sanctum he's just like no it's it's doctor mr doctor no it's strange it's like yeah that is very strange (laughs) (laughs) i love it but yeah but i do like well the one thing i do like about doctor strange is that no matter pretty much even now where he's still a fairly likable character he's just an arrogant a-hole throughout the entire time He's, he, it's the Tony Stark thing. Like, yeah, you're a hero, but you're kind of an asshole. Yeah, he's so great. Uh, I, I really like, uh, if you haven't read the current, uh, Doctor Strange comic, I would I want, definitely read it. I want to, I want to get on that because I hear it's and, really good. And, also, he has, okay. a, he has an axe. <laughs> it also, like, um, after the death of magic, uh, cro- I have no uh, idea what that is. <laughs> well, guess what happens in it by the name? Magic dies? <laughs> Yes, it does. Uh, but so, like, they basically scrap by and everything. But he has, but the cro- co- cloak of rev- uh, levitation that Ayagamoto is destroyed. Mm-hmm. So he has a new outfit and everything. And his new outfit, it looks, first off, it looks cool, but it's like a c- cloak of armor. Uh huh. And it doesn't like him that much. So whenever nice. he uses it, it protects him, but it just screws him over. I like it a lot. Also, I... it's written by Jason Aaron. So guess what? Oh, it's guess amazing. What? No, it's amazing. But guess what happened? The last what? episode, the last issue, the orb showed up. So guess what? <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> oh man, it was great. I-, I like it. Like, I think he's gonna, he's definitely gonna replace Robert Downey Jr. As Iron as Man. Iron Man. <laughs> no, no, not as Iron Man, but like as the Iron Man figure, like the charismatic leader. You know what I want to see? Um, are you reading the current Iron Man? Uh, Infamous or no, the not Infamous, Invisible? The one that's uh, Ironheart. A uh, Riri? Yeah. Uh, I am. I've read the first issue. Um, I don't know if there's a second issue out yet. Uh, but yeah, I've read that one. I like that one. But I, I also, okay, I also really like Infamous Iron Man, because you know me, I basically have a Doom fetish. You like, um, where <laughs> to, the whole thing is just, hey, what if Tony Stark was Dr. Doom? But, but here's the thing, though, um, he's actually a real good Iron Man. Oh, yeah, he's like, the best whole, Iron Man. That also still super magic, so he's basically an Iron Man suit being like, magic. That is, yeah, like, I love the, I love that, the whole idea of, like, technology that's gotten so advanced that it's basically magic. Well, I mean, but in his case, it's actual, like, magic on top of, like, a magically enhanced technology. I love Doctor Doom. I like him as Iron Man. I hope Bendis doesn't mess this up. Bendis doesn't do what he normally does and get r- stretched really thin. Yeah, Brother Voodoo. He is from Port au Prince, Prince Haiti. So okay, he is that that would have been from my second guess. The original. Yeah. 
So he is a so he's basically from where Voodoo began. He went to America to become like educated after twelve years. So like basically went to college, got his doctorate, you know, like people do. As you and as you do, he founds out that his brother, who was a voodoo sorcerer, I mean voodoo priest, uh, was dying because of a bokor, bokor, a voodoo sorcerer, uh, who was possessed, uh, who was possessed by the spirit of Dabala, the serpent god. So, um, at, so basically his brother died. And he promised his brother that he would, uh, go to his, uh, go to Papa Jombo, uh, Jombo, uh, to become a voodoo priest. Oh, I have to say, I'm doing some research on, uh, on <clears throat> Brother Voodoo. And he has one, uh, in 2010, he had a solo series. And I love the title of it so much. It's Dr. Voodoo. Avenger of the Supernatural. Yeah, well, for a while, he was actually Sorcerer Supreme, because Doctor Strange wanted to step down, and Doctor Strange was basically mentoring him. That it, I need to read that. No, it was real cool, because it's when Doctor Strange was in the Mighty Avengers. Uh, with, Doctor, um, St- Doctor Strange in the Avengers has always been really weird to me. Well, Doctor Strange, okay, so, uh, whenever he was in the New Avengers, um, aka the Illuminati, um, uh, he did a real cool thing where, uh, he tried to, which is a thing in the Marvel Universe. Um, it's basically all the people who tried to <laughs> cause things to be okay. For a long time, uh, Xavier was in it, and it makes sense because Xavier's a dickbag. Uh, so. <laughs> and, uh, Xavier is basically like, hey, what if Reed, what if Reed Richards was a, a nice guy on the face of it, but was secretly just as much of an a-hole as he usually is. Xavier suffers from Dumbledore syndrome, which is like, he never tells anyone important information that they have every right to know. Or he just brainwashes an entire uh, group of people to believe that the first group of people he sent to an island didn't die. You know, their friends that they lived with and played with and played baseball with for years. He's just like, yeah, they just left. They're not dead. Uh, oh, Xavier. Oh my god, I like, for real, Xavier, I hate Xavier so much. As much, as much of a chode as he is, I still, I still like him better than Cyclops. The only good thing Cyclops has done is kill Xavier. The only good thing Cyclops did was become a villain so that he was interesting. Actually, you know what? He, the second best thing. The second, no, the best thing he did was be filled with the Phoenix Force and talk and go up to God Emperor Doom. It was just like, I will defeat you. And God Emperor Doom taking his head and crumbling him to dust. That was the best thing he did. <laughs> so, the best thing he did was get himself killed. <laughs> getting himself killed was the best thing Cyclops has done. Uh, basically, he is the, um, the voodoo priest supreme. So he's like the best voodoo priest. So basically, imagine Doctor Strange, but with instead of like general magic, just voodoo. Cool. Yeah, and you know what? He he's pretty cool. Um. So 
his so if his strength level is if he is he just has like normal strength and whatever but if he is augmented by his brother spirit he gets like super strong uh brother voodoo possesses numerous mystical and quasi physical powers derived by i uh, the spirit gods of voodoo so um if he so he if he's in a uh translite state he is immune to fire and it becomes and he's basically virtually impervious to fire nice um he can control flame he can't create it, but he can control it. Um, he can also create smoke at will. I love, so just imagine someone who has mist. Those are re- those are really cool powers. I love um, I love the idea of someone that can con- basically pyro in the second X Men movie. Like he can't he can't create fire, but he can control it. I love that limitation. Here's something I don't understand: this smoke. Uh, serves to cover his movement and is always accompanied by the sound of voodoo drums. That's that's a that's terrible uh terrible cloaking no. mechanism. No, like you like just have the smoke. <laughs> like why have add the drums? <laughs> but uh, cover his maybe. Well, okay, well here's covers the, thing. the sound the, of um, his movement. Well, no, it's disorientating to people who hear it, and it like like gets yeah, like, to people's like, nerves. Yeah, no, that's like that's what I mean. Like, you can't see anything, and then you have basically the sound of drums coming from everywhere, all at once. He can command things through a mystic sort of hypnotism. How strong? Um, how does that work? I guess he just hypnotizes them. Generally, he cannot command them to do much more than stop what they're doing. So it's a real good defense, I guess. So it's just like stop. So it's basically like charm person in D and D. Yeah, it's you can you can command them to do stuff, but nothing that'll harm their party or bring yeah. harm to themselves. So he has the greatest control over animals, such as snakes, dogs, birds, and frogs, and they'll do basically whatever they can do, like physically and mentally. Uh, he can even control plants. He has a lot of powers. Um, so the things have to be alive in order for him to control them. So zombies and rocks are affected by his power. Can he create zombies? He, and he, uh, I think he probably can. Uh, I'm coming up to that eventually. Uh, he can, he can, um, only command one creature at a time. So that's so that's you know one on one. This uh, his power set is very uh, fifth edition D and D. Oh, but here's another thing too. Um, once he once he's done uh, controlling them, they revert to their state of mind beforehand. So if they're super angry and about to attack him, if he hypnotizes them and doesn't leave, and then drops their control, they'll still want to attack him. That. It- is really D&D. Are you sure he wasn't created by Gary Gygax? I'm, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, like, limitations. But I'm I'm digging it, though. No, I it. like that, too. That's very... I like... Pa- One thing that I've always liked is 
very uh very very cool strong powers but have a certain limitation on them that forces you to lo- use them in a very creative way yeah okay so he also has ability to control the specter of his uh deceased brother um I wonder how so his brother feels about that <laughs> well apparently uh he it helps him with his physical strength, so he can lift about five hundred pounds or so. And also, his brother can temporarily possess other bodies. So his brother, is, so he basically has dead man on his side. Well, except he doesn't like control them; he influences them. Okay. Again, that's. Uh, never mind. No, I won't get in a tangent about how much I love Dead Man. <laughs> yeah, I like Dead Man too. So again, they have to be um, alive in order to be possessed. Uh, yeah. So basically, yeah, he's he's very interesting, and he hopefully he uh, he popped up quite a bit in the two thousands, mid two thousands, and late. 2010s and stuff like that i mean that makes sense there was a really big in comics there was a really big uh supernatural uh boom like with and more than anything with not quite like this though it was more of brought on by fable i think basically like noir but with magic yeah but um yeah he's he's cool uh, so, uh, plugs. Well, okay. If uh, you want to hear more of my sultry tones over the pod waves, you can listen to the D&D podcast that I have with some of my friends. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I cannot focus because you're just rolling around on the floor right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, go, go. <laughs> you I can't wait this for this later. next episode. Okay, so yeah, uh, me and some friends have a D and D podcast. We play through Fifth uh, Edition D and D together. There's lots of goofs, fun times to be had, and adventures. Lots of swashbuckling. Buckle so many swashes. Uh. So, if that seems up your alley, give that a listen. Also, uh, if you're listening to that, I assume you're a fan of Goofy Fantasy Worlds, so why don't you check out my other podcast that I run with one of the members of... I just realized I didn't say what the name of that podcast was. My D&D podcast is called They See Me Rollin', and my other Goofy Fantasy-focused podcast I run with one of the hosts of that first podcast. <laughs> this plug is terrible. Um, we, me and uh, me and Jody, we read through every book in Terry Pratchett's Discworld series. Uh, he is a longtime fan of the series, and I am reading the books for the first time. So we each come at it from uh, our own unique perspectives, and I'm really digging it so far. I, you should definitely give the books a read, and if you like those. Give the uh, give the podcast a read, or give the podcast a read if you're not sure about the books yet. And that 
podcast is called Ankh Morpork Public Radio. Don't bother trying to spell it. Just look in the in the show notes, and I'm sure I'm sure Jesse will put a link in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Depends on if I remember how to spell it whenever I uh, put the episode just up. Just look. At, does this mean you're not subscribed to it on your pod feed? How dare you? Uh, uh, I'll maybe. send you a link. I'll send you a link, Jesse. Yeah. Well, uh, before I get to the plugs that are clearly pre-recorded, um, uh, I am doing a thing, hopefully by the time this comes out, where, uh, I'm kind of folding in all the podcasts that I do in, under, like, a landing page slash Patreon thing. Um, that's called, like, Jesse's Podcast Emporium. Um, you can look that up. I'll have a link to the at the patreon and stuff well, if you like to throw a dollar or something at me and like support me because i'm i'm real broke jesse will this uh, will this emporium be wondrous uh no it, it is a curious uh depository of audio delights you you walk into a mysterious shop that wasn't there the last time you looked and you see all these wonderful podcasts lying around and then you leave, and the next day, it's gone. But, you know, if you subscribe, it's always there, digitally. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to throw a dollar or something at me, it would really help. Uh, me and Carrie um, are going to be working pretty hard on making it work, because we decided to add more work to the stuff we do. So, you know, Jesse, cool. you know what you could use to make that site? It's... Casper Mattresses. Lie oh down God, and create your lie down and create Casper. your website while lying on a wonderful Casper mattress. Casper mattresses will let you send them back, I think, after a certain point. Uh so the, just get nice th- mattress nice and sweaty and then send it back to those folks at Casper Mattresses. Yeah. Please pay me in mattresses. Okay. I would gladly take two. <laughs> But because okay. because you and your wife sleep in separate beds next to each other, like in a fifties sitcom. No, I'll just stack them up on top of each other, like a princess and a pea situation. <laughs> no, but but you don't sleep on top. You uh you get in between the two mattresses in just like a nice yeah. human ice cream sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I just hope I don't suffocate by by the morning. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a, it's a nice surprise when I wake up breathing. But if you're going to commit suicide by mattress, you might as well do it on the most comfortable mattress, Casper. Casper Mattresses. Go to CasperMattresses.com for uh, your mattress-assisted suicide needs. This is Alphabet Flight. It may conch you, protect you, in all of your night travels. Fly away, Alphabet Flight.